but it's going to be fun. Hi, it's nice to meet you. This is the podcast where I get high and interview random people until I meet Snoop Dogg. Man, did you see that? Oh, and this is my friend Brittany Sandoval. Hi. <laughs> and I'm I was about to talk to her. I get I forget. I get so excited that I forget to introduce you guys. Brittany, what would you like to tell us about you? Um, I'm just a random, but I'm pretty cool, I think. Um, I am a mom. I am a lactation consultant. I'm a cannabis therapy student. And I'm going to be podcasting now, too. So, I'm so excited. when you say you're a random, you're like really cool. Like lactation That's what consultant. I said. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on here. First off, I want to cool. say I'm really glad that Snoop Dogg didn't actually quit smoking. Right? That was good. Uh, I was like, what am official, I going to do? Did you see his actual statement that he released? That, where he was smoking? Yeah, he said he that like, he was high when he did it and he was trying, he was so overwhelmed that he just couldn't get down that he just wanted to call his publicist and tell him that he was done smoking forever. <laughs> he like released this whole big statement about it. Oh my God. I love him so much. And mm -hmm. I'm just so excited that he is now um, going to be on my podcast someday because he couldn't be on it earlier if, you know. Right. I have found candy corn. Mm, I candy have... corn. I feel I've like got um, Christmas nerds clusters. <gasps> I saw those earlier today and I had children with me at Walmart or I would have bought them because I was going to have to buy them the nerds. It was going to be old thing. And I was like, I can't do it. This came to me in one of the weirdest ways candy has ever come up to me. So at my old house, they sent me, they, all my medications were going to my old house and the new, the people who live there were going to send it to me. But they when they got to the post office, they said, you can't send medication in the mail. They said, you have to send medication plus something. So she walked over and she bought a bunch of candy, Halloween candy, <laughs> and she just sent it to me. So she sent me candy and pills in the mail. And I'm like, are you my new best friend? I think that I think that's instantly like one of those stepbrothers moments where you're like, did we just become best friends? Well, yep. and if we're best friends, it does mean I get to use my old pool seal. So that's a plus. So, sure. Have you ever moved? Like, have you ever left like a house that you loved? So my husband's actually in the military. So a lot. Um, so we move a lot. Okay. My house right now, though, that we've been in this, this is the longest we've lived anywhere in How together. Long? And we've only, we've been here three years. It'll be three years in February. That's a really long time for a military person, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And where are you at? Like, what we're can in you say? Oklahoma what state? City. Yeah, we're in Oklahoma City. That is a place to be. It, it is indeed. But you know what we need to talk about since you mentioned Oklahoma? <laughs> Why is there a 20,000 milligram gummy worm? It, that you guys have edibles that are insane. Like, y'all, I are. call it hillbilly weed is what I call it. And I can well, say that because I'm a hillbilly. So um, no, it is. It's it's seriously like because so okay. Let me. So one time when I was in Texas, this is probably going to get me in jail. Um, <laughs> I was in Texas, but I I had a Colorado residency, so I had my marijuana card for Colorado. I was okay. able to get my Oklahoma card and come get weed in Oklahoma without having to go to Colorado, and then I was able oh, to have weed in Texas. That's how that's, that's how it's done. That's There's smart. another way where people do it, like they get it in like Michigan or something, because Michigan, you can get it if you're out of state. 
and that's how they they can like get it. If you live in Texas, you can get a Michigan card, and then you can uh, the Michigan like card can to reciprocate you? to um, yeah, it will reciprocate to Oklahoma because Oklahoma will let you reciprocate as long as you have a card from any other state. So right, I'm just you know yeah. teaching everybody how to be illegal now. This um, we may have to no. move some of that out or just whatever you know. Well, that might just a little snip and cut of you know it's fine, it's all fine. Well, and what makes me mad, and you talk about cannabis therapies, so I want to talk about that. Yeah. What sure. makes me mad is how much after I had my gallbladder surgery, I could either take the oxy that I still have sitting in there, or I could literally just take an edible. And I got so mad because taking the oxy was making me crazy, but the edible was nothing. It was yep. like a normal day for me. So, you know, I'm like, so let's talk about that. So, um, my whole journey with cannabis has been super interesting. So I was okay. diagnosed with lupus um almost five years ago now can you like explain what lupus is because that's a complicated one so it's an autoimmune disorder right an autoimmune disorder so it's essentially like when everybody's like oh you want to boost your immune system lupus is where your immune system is boosted constantly but instead of producing antibodies it produces autoantibodies and so it starts to attack your own healthy tissue Okay. Every person who has lupus, the type of like autoantibodies that they make are different. So no two people with lupus are going to present that's, the same. That's what I was about to ask. Sorry, I was just trying yeah. to spill my cup everywhere. I feel like if I wasn't on camera, people wouldn't know about that moment. But you know what? We're doing it. Um, but okay, so that's the thing about lupus is like you can't really say how someone feels with lupus. That's right. because depending on how your body is reacting, it could be the same or totally different, right? Yep, exactly. So my lupus attacks my blood vessels. So, um, oh, holy. Yeah, That's it like real some blood-bending avatar shit. It's sh- it gets real shitty because my legs tried to literally fall off. I was in the ICU and in the hospital for a long time. Then I was bedridden for about three months. This was all in like March of 2019. And this and autoimmune is one of those things that can just like kind of like click back I was, and forth. Yeah. Well, and it onset like so fast. I was so healthy. I literally ran a 5K like two days before everything like went out of control. And you were like, and what's happening? Yeah, I went from, I was running a 5K and then I got sunburned actually on the beach is what happened. And that's the sunburn like, and the healing that. process triggered the huge autoimmune cascade and so um the area that was sunburned that my body was sending all these antibodies to try and heal the tissue is where it started to attack so my legs from literally like six inches from down from my hips down were completely purple (laughs) it was so painful couldn't walk couldn't it was awful so um and i was pregnant so i couldn't have any of the medication you can't do anything Mm-mm. Because you can't have anything to combat because you the baby would be a fight. Like the yeah. baby's against an autoimmune. Exactly. Like it's like if the baby's a different organ. Right. Yep. Is that, am I right? Like I don't – I'm pretty honest. That so I'm and trying like to, yeah. it's – a lot of it would just be that you – a lot of the medications that people take to, to control lupus or autoimmune conditions are – immune – or medications that like knock back your immune system. Right. So – 
similar to like they'll even like use low dose chemos and things like that. Right. I mean, they're wacky in the sense mm-hmm. that they are more hardcore. Like people and most people who have lupus and things like that live with chronic pain and things like mm-hmm. that. And so these people are taking this medicine and they've been taking all different kinds of medicine and everything. And I mean, like my mom has chronic pain. I have chronic pain in my shoulder. So I totally like get it. That's actually why I started ever using marijuana either. It's like I'm my shoulder goes up now and like almost up all the way. I can really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's just because I'm high. Like, and that's really nice. So and Holly and I talked, you know Holly, but um, Mm -hmm. you know, she was a physical therapist and we talked a lot about like chronic pain in shoulders because we both are like, you know, white blonde women and white blonde women end up with pain in their shoulders for some reason. It's yeah. so weird. It's Ehlers-Danlos so, syndrome. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Is that, I don't even know. So yeah, like I get like. What I have. Then, is it? So is it the same thing? Is it like a. Yeah. What is, tell me it's, about it's it. I'm, like I'm a, it's called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. It's a, like a genetic condition. It causes um your body to like not be able to form proper collagen bonds. And so your like tendons and tissues, which are all completely made of collagen, are overly stretchy. And so then you end up hurting yourself. Yes. And injuring yourself from hyperuse and overuse because we don't have pain there. Right. <laughs> and then you get hurt and then you get you have a lot of pain after you get hurt. And then your well, body can't heal it properly because it can't form collagen bombs that usually scar tissue would form. And we can basically just break up the scar tissue at at any point. Like mm-hmm. if we like got on the, if we like, like ASMR right now, you could like hear us just cracking stuff. It's like yep. so gross. Like my husband's like, he's like, let me just get in there and start just, r-. I'm like, oh God, he loves it. It's his favorite. <laughs> so gross. Dude, I once had a chiropractor. She had like a gua sha, one of those like things. She just rubbed it all over my shoulder. It was the most painful, best feeling I think about it sometimes. Yeah, I go to – so I do pelvic floor physical therapy right now. Okay. And they use this, like, metal – like, it looks like some – almost like – what are those freaking – like, boomerangs. It looks like fucking you boomerang. You are the second person in a week to talk to me about pelvic floor physical therapy. And Dude, I feel like it. nobody is discussing this. Oh, because, my God, girl, we just get to this point. We had babies, and then like mm-hmm. it's just being used for the sex and all sorts of things. I mean, probably. Well, and honestly, honestly my biggest those complaint, are really the only things. My biggest complaint was I was tired of pissing myself when I was coughing and getting high. No, but seriously, and like, okay, but the other one is like you get. I have a mind fuck in my head right now, and I can't. I'm so high. I can't believe I'm saying this. When Nugget goes to the bathroom, I can't watch him, or else I have to pee. <laughs> so oh, I'm like at the park with Nugget. I'm convinced, but like in my head, I trick myself. I have to like call the police. I'm like, oh god, please don't let me pee myself in front of all these people. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are too funny. There's my clip, just be in case you were looking for it. <laughs> like we're just pissing ourselves in dog parks. I mean, that's fine. what we do. As like, I mean. This is, I mean, and I think we're not talking about the peeing ourselves enough because every girl, once you start talking to her, she's like, hey, yo, you pee yourself? Like, what do you do? And it's like, we need to be figuring this out because for a while they were just putting on diapers. Yo, that's not the case. There's mm-hmm. exercises. There's rejuvenations. I want, I've got a friend that she's having her vagina rejuvenated. 
I've heard of that. Like they go down to like Brazil and they do like all kinds of she's fancy. She's doing it in Colorado Springs. So she's oh, it's snap. my nail tech friend. So she's doing it. It's like it's like a four thousand dollar thing, but she works at the beauty bar. So like she gets a free one to tell people about. She tried it. So she's awesome. doing the. So she's it's like a three step thing. She says they like go in with a wand and they're like doing electrodes. And she said it made her like she's already done one treatment and she already said there's a moisture difference. In a in a really? positive way, so I was That's like, "Awesome, I want to." Yeah, no. So pelvic difference. floor therapy, and you want to make sure if you're going to do that, you have to find a pelvic floor therapist that does more than just internal work. So my pelvic floor therapist does work like all up my entire back, and so it even helps my chiropractors. Like your back holds your adjustments so much better and so much longer because Man. of this and then that's um, super interesting like this is interesting yeah. and a little bit tmi but like the other night my husband was like i don't know what was going on in there but there was muscles doing things i didn't even know existed and i was like, oh because Thanks. you can like do like you're hitting new you're gonna learn it's like it's like Girl. if you went to the gym and you were like trying like, it wasn't new bad but like it's real good now <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, that's like everybody, like, I think it's really unfair because like, you know, Prozac does to some people, they can't. And like other people, yeah. well, for me, it's like, I can, I can multiple like as many as I need to now. And so it's yeah, like really unfair that that's what Prozac gave me. And then it could also give you the opposite of that. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm like the someday though, they're going to be like, Prozac gives you cancer. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but it also gives me multiple orgasms. But well, you know. <laughs> you're like problem solved i don't know maybe that mm. results in better heart health maybe we need to be studying something else we need to be studying our heart health and orgasm from like the multiple orgasms studying that oh i'm sure has to be studying it. i bet you there is it's got to be i think it's probably more just like couples with healthy sex lives probably live longer because it's better like it is physical and cardio exercise but then, then you, you also get like, that like hormone hit too. And it's like just the like up and down of like bringing your body in and out of exercise. And like yeah. that's a good thing. Well, and then that too, like usually people who have healthy sex lives usually have a good emotional connection as well. So like, right. you and know, it's you probably that. linked to all of the things that just in general, if you're so healthy wife, healthy life, essentially, you know? if you have a happy hoochie. Then, then you have a happy coochie. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Get some pelvic floor physical therapy. That's essentially. What we're trying to say is Kegels, people. Uh-uh. Not even the I Kegels. I feel like I turned something on that has made my teeth wider than they should be. It's okay. I don't know. What if they just are that? They're not that wide. I'm sure of it. Hang on. Come on. I mean, I have pretty wide teeth. Maybe so. Um, I, do, I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, no. Sorry. So yeah, no. That's the thing. You're not supposed to. Kegels aren't the right thing you're supposed to be doing. Because isn't it like that's not that's not the answer? Tell us you're what we're supposed adding, to be doing. Well, that's where like you do have to do internal work. Like my pelvic floor physical therapist does like massage on like these weird pressure points on the inside, which is crazy. And then like I do a lot more hip exercises, and then. um Using a yoga ball, actually, like right underneath yeah. your butt cheek. 
As soon like, as you said it, did you see me do it? I was like, I know what yeah. ball you're talking about. Yeah. 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 You're like rolling it around right there. Oh my gosh. It like gets all of that pressure stuff. But ultimately the like, Kegels, they just increase tension in like the same spot versus and- like allowing full all the muscle movement to work together. I know just like I did like a TikTok yoga move the other day where you just take your legs and just lay them and it just releases your hips. Like I've done it at every yoga class I've ever taken mm-hmm. and then you go the other way and there's there's like no greater release. Like, okay, I want to be very clear. That was, I'm not a medical professional or do I understand yoga? This was not me teaching you how to do the move or anyone <laughs> who's watching it. But like it, really good. It feels so good, and it's, like, supposed to just release all your, like, tension and trauma, and I think that's true. I totally do that. I do yoga, like, probably about four times a week, and it's a game changer for my mental health. Have you seen sound yoga? Like, the sound baths? Yes. Yeah, I go to a sound bath once a month, and it's amazing. I go once a month. They, my yoga studio, like, tries to kind of, like, time them with, like, the moon cycles and stuff. Yes. And it's freaking magical. I need to go to a sound bath, like, Dude, more than anything in the world. That is I'm the only time. energy, like, I believe, like, energy is definitely in sound waves. How can it not be? Literally, it's, like, right there. We just can't and see. And Just because our eyes can't see it. The sound bath is so crazy because, like, you feel it. It feels like a massage in your brain. Like an ASMR thing. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, deep in your brain. It's insane. I don't know. It, like, I, like, sit there and I'll just cry. I don't even, like, I don't even have any, I don't even know why I'm crying, but I'll just lay there and cry. But, like, like, maybe that's just the emotional release that you needed Mm -hmm. that day or whatever. Like, exactly. So, so we need to do a sound bath. I see. I feel like we need a retreat. Oh my God. Which yes, please. I was like this close to not needing a retreat in my life. And now I'm like, if we had this really cool center where we were all just like getting high. And then mm-hmm. also we get to try ayahuasca and that's going to get legal in Colorado, I think. And then we're going to have our special, like, I'm telling you, I'm going to need a Kickstarter. I mean, I'd be for, I, know. I don't know I if know. I'm like quite ayahuasca ready. I'm not either. I've heard, I've heard that's just intense. I've heard that it will change our lives. I actually was just having – it's so weird that we're having this conversation because I just was having this conversation with my friend yesterday. Is who it has weird or is it a friend? <laughs> right. It's all coming together. Just, it is that new moon, the new yeah, moon in Gemini, I think. Oh, is that today? Right. Yeah, because yesterday. No, oh, it was yesterday. yesterday morning, like at 1 in the morning. Oh, but like it was so pretty. Like what is it? Like it was – Big, big, and we had snow, and it was just like when you have snow. I've never seen like snow and sure full so moon pretty. like that. It's like the world is just the weirdest color I've ever seen. So I was. I would love nothing more than come live in Colorado. Mm. That is definitely on our list of places we want to go when my husband gets out of the military. What's we? What, I, that doesn't even really make sense. <laughs> what do you mean? Usually, people come here when they're in the military. Well, depending on what branch you're in. If you're in the Air Force. Lately, though, it's been, like, everybody. I don't know. Because yeah. the Space Force is, like, ramping up. My That's what my husband and I were actually just talking about. We were trying. We were talking about him trying to, like, hop Transfer to the Space, Space Force. Because he's a they? pilot in the Navy. Wait, oh, for can sure. they? Yeah, they would, they would take him a second. Okay. The Navy would have to release him, though. But on the for real. Why the <laughs> fuck 
would you stay in anything that was a branch of the military when you can be in the motherfucking Space Force? Because, I don't know, actually. You're going to get to know the real shit. First off, you're going to walk in and they're going to be like, welcome to Space Force. Aliens are real. Which I think they should tell you before you sign up. They are well. They already said that. Yeah, but they like, they're like they were like aliens are real. I mean, I'm talking like they're gonna we're gonna meet aliens. Like when you get a space force, you walk in this, which I've I think I'm living amongst aliens. Like a like a black man movie or the black man. Which movie is that? The oh my god, do you know what movie I'm talking about? Black man movie. (laughs) It's Men in Black. Men in Black. I'm like black man, men in black. I'm like just had the words. No, but I'm like, like what? The, I was, I was like, wait, what? I was like, color, color, human, human color. Can't figure it out. Why is this so weird? Yes, we are two white girls talking about this, and we oh have now God. canceled ourselves on the like, internet. And it has a black sorry. man in it, and I was like, I swear, this sounds a way worse than it is. Beautiful, but black I'm man. like, it's like the Men in Black, where like then they like rip off the face, and it's an alien, and they're like, "Welcome to the Space Force. We are actually aliens. actually aliens." See, maybe that's the thing. Maybe See, it is weird here, and now we're gonna have the Air Force, but then we're gonna have like we're gonna have Space Command here. Yeah, which that's the goal. I, I don't know what space command means. It's because you're the like, closest you freaking place to space up there in that tour. Like, I don't know how. I wonder if they would allow me in. I'm not even. So my husband, like I said, is a pilot in the Navy. I'm mm-hmm. not even allowed to know where he is going until after he is already there. So he'll tell me like, Ooh, "Hey, I'm rough. leaving." I'll be up in the air anywhere probably between 12 to 24 hours and I'll let you know when I'll when I'm landing. Does your stomach sit in your like just the whole time or are you just like not able it to breathe? It used to, but not anymore. I mean, he's been doing it for years, so now it's kind of like at this How point, much longer is he planning is he a lifer or like what's his plan? We don't know. We're kind of in this weird limbo. So um, we should be finding out our next kind of steps in the next six months or so. So we'll be either our next set of orders will start for sure January 2025. Okay. We don't know if that will be orders here at like another command type here or if we'll go somewhere different. Or Space Force. Space Force won't be an option until after he completes. He has to finish. Four or five more years, I think, with the Navy before he, they'll he could, allow a they could transfer. Yeah, because he had to sign like an eight-year contract after he but finished flight school. What if they're like, we really? What if they like release that tomorrow? And they were like, we really need pilots in Space Force, and we would do be, it. You would, but do I it. Okay. doubt it. I, I mean, that's not possible. But so if, it could if, happen, if I see I would... Space Force like people around, then I, the what I'm going to subliminally make them think about is yeah. doing this. Okay. I'm well, I I'm for it. You just, and then you get I, to move here. Okay, that would be great. It's we very would... fun here. It's I actually kind of weird, and I like it. It's really cool. So I um. There's this one homeless lady and I'm obsessed with like helping her and I help her all the time. And she's really, really mean to me. And I think like 
I think it's like I'm punishing my inner child. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Because literally, like, I, I go to hand her a beanie that I, like, picked out at a store for her. And I spent, like, $25 on. It was a really nice beanie. And I'm like, wow. hey, I got you this. And I hand it to her. And she's like, I don't want that shit. And she just, like, tossed it. And I was like, so anyways, um, I, what I'm trying to do is learn how to be nice to people who want me to be nice to them. What are you trying to learn how to do in your life? God. Um, everything. <laughs> Survive. Um, well, you're podcasting, right? So like, I am what, podcasting. What's going on? So, well, my I'm going to be doing the podcasting. So I'm doing all my parenting podcasting. So I'm a mom. I have three bio kiddos, but I've also been a foster mom for the last few years. Forever. We've, yeah. Yeah. We've yes for well, yeah, about two year, two and a half now. Um, we've had 13 kiddos in our home. In my head, that's forever because that's COVID. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like. BC and AC, yeah, but uh, yeah. it's COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the beginning of time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have one little kiddo that we've had now for about a year and a half. We're just waiting on an adoption date for him. And then after that, we'll probably be closing our home just because we don't know where we're going to be going next. So right. we wouldn't want to take in a kiddo and then have to, like, disrupt placement in six months. Right. That so, would be awful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the... this kid. If you yep. adopt them, then legally you, that forever. kid is yours forever. Okay. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Just, when you an yeah. adoption, they even issue them a new social security number and a new birth certificate. Really? Mm -hmm. They're your okay. That's how that works. They're a hundred percent yours. Yep. Okay. And it's so weird to talk about it like in an ownership way. Like I feel uncomfortable doing that, but it's not it's more not like they, they get to they get to retain their own rights instead of the state having them anymore. Yeah, you and get honestly, to hold them for them and be there like until you they're eighteen kind of thing. It's that's honestly like one of the worst parts about being in fostering is that like you I want the reason we got into it I wanted to be I feel like you can't change the system if you aren't a part of it. You oh, can't for sure. Clean or dis dismantle or have an opinion if you're not actively doing something to change it. Yeah. Um. Growing up, I had cousins that were in and out of the foster care system, and my parents were never just able to take extra kids. And so, you know, I watched my cousins be moved from these horrific homes, you know, just all over. I'm really unable to help them. And eventually they did get reunited with family and all of that, which was great news. But to watch it happen as a child to yeah. another child that you care about, like it was just a weird, weird perspective. Um, no, and that then makes when I, a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was my whole thing was I just wanted to be a safe place for kids to be. Um, and so that was kind That's of a really whole... big deal to me too, but I, and I get it. Like I understand being the safe place. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I had a lot of, I had a really rough childhood and growing up and a lot of trauma that came from that. And, I've been healing for years and I'm in like a really good spot. And so now good. it's just been, yeah. So it's been, it's just, I don't know. It's a way to kind of help kids see that like your story doesn't dictate who you have to become. Right. Like you're not your parents. I, you know, one of the things I tell my daughter is I'm like, you know, I'm not perfect and I haven't, I haven't been the perfect mom, but like, I'm going to break one generational curse. Like that's yeah. my whole goal here. Yeah. Like just yeah. one. I'm like, you know what? 
you can break in, you can you can work on breaking too. Your generational yep. curse can be that you break two generational curses. Right. If you want it to be like there you go. Yeah. And that's been the whole thing with the podcast, you know, like that's when I just I actually just got my um trailer back the other day and it's supposed to launch. It'll launch on the 30th. Um, so in oh, two nights. I hope that somebody like we should drop a per trailer in in here, like auto magically cut it in or whatever it takes. Well, just be as my trailer because he's my podcast guy. So just be do your magic. Guy. Yeah. So like make <laughs> I'm it like happen. insert yeah. here. Yeah, we love it. Insert here. <laughs> right? Wait, I don't mm, this is never gonna oh wait, there it is. Yeah, right. I don't have this. You know, it did it's ask fine. me if I wanted to mirror myself, and I did say no. Next time, maybe I'll say yes. But then, no, because when I went to lean over here, oh, I can't. Man, I don't doing know. a high well, podcast is hard, and then they're like, "Well, you got to be on camera. Like, it's more fun this way." And I'm like, "Guys, I look ridiculous. I know. I'm drinking I know. a drink. I'm I like, my first month, I'm not doing video, and then maybe if I'm brave enough, I'll go second month." So at first I was like, I'm not doing it. No way. But then I realized that I'm only doing podcasts with people I want to talk to. And I'm excited to That's get to see point. you. And if I just think about like the fact that you and I get to connect right now, then I'm good. Yeah. Like, and not see, and the fact that people are going to watch it later. Yeah. So that's not necessarily what bothers me. It's more so like, I guess in my like podcast brain, you know, how like you have a creative of like what you want, like what you envision for your yes. product to look like. So in my brain, I have severe ADHD, obviously. Oh, <laughs> surprise. Twinsies. Um, yeah. sure you couldn't have chill, told at all. And prior mm -hmm. to this moment of me saying that. We would never know. Yeah. Um. But when I listen to podcasts where it, like, has the original, like, recording, but then the per – like, the person who's hosting or th it's their usual podcast kind of comes in and chimes in with, like, their extra sense or, like, where they took their brain in that conversation. Okay. So for me, I want to record and have that, and then I'm going to go back and listen and then record my – like my brain Roomba that goes around to like add it on top of. I love this. You See? know that I love any twist on anything. You know so, I'm into this. So this is where I'm like, that's where I kind of like wanted to make it my own. So that's why I'm like the video would be cool, but also like I had I'm interviewing like my sister who would never put like her face on like out there just because of who she is emotionally. Right. However, like if her and I got on like a chat or like a FaceTime, she we would do just fine. I and have so, an idea. Yeah. You never have to put any of them on camera ever. You green screen yeah. yourself for the second thing. You green screen yourself on top of the podcast. You get so you get just me to make the podcast. It's like wiggly, right? Or whatever right. behind you, the cute little like podcast graphic. And then yeah. you get to chime in with you what you have to say about the podcast. So then you would none of your guests, so you could record anybody ever, but you're the only face that's ever on. It's that's just an idea. Cool. Just think about how you can make that work. Maybe. Yeah. I'm actually looking at that. I don't know. I'm that's just like, because I get where you're, I see where you're mean. Like, and that, and that actually, like, when I told people I'm just switching to videos, some people were like, whoa, no. And I'm like, yeah, but 
I, See, and I that part doesn't bother me because I feel like this is just like a regular video chat conversation. Like I right. don't feel weirded out by that. It's not like people are live watching us. I don't now like I don't get bothered by live, but I can understand where other people would be really bothered by For live. For me, the problem with live is I want to interact with the viewers, and I but this is I don't want to do that right now. I want to talk to you. Like that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's and a good point. Because then you, if you like right now, guys, as we just started them, and we're trying to learn about how to have a good podcast. <laughs> so yeah, but you know what I mean. Like that's what the problem yeah. was with live. Is like if they're talking, well, then I'm ignoring the uh, person, and I like invited you here because I want to talk to you. Like I won't tell yeah. me, you know. So for sure, for sure. Okay, so I do have a question. I want to. I'm gonna like bring it back. I want to talk about lactation. So yeah. lactation, and then we also were talking about cannabis. What is the yeah. like? What are the systems of safety according to a lactation consultant? What would they say? Do what you want. Live your best life. Yeah. So because a lot of people are saying it's your choices and what your doctors say. And what? And doctor, so right? we there is a stud. There is a doctor, Doctor Hale, who's doing uh, research down in Texas. Actually, um, he's runs. Um, it's called uh, InfantRisk.com. You can That's literally weird get that on he's there. In Texas. Yeah. Well, he doesn't – he runs the lab that does all the breast milk testing. Okay. So he does breast milk testing on every medication that's out there. He's got the special labs that can, like, break it down by molecule of what's okay. in the breast milk. So he can say, like, okay, we gave this many moms this whatever. We had them express at this point, this point, this point, And we saw how much of the medication, any medication, is in their breast milk. Okay. So he actually – traveled to Colorado and collected breast milk samples with moms, had them abstain for 24 hours prior. Okay. They had to all smoke a gram of the same strain. Okay. At the same time. Um, and they sat around, they collected breast milk samples during the smoking. And then at like 15, I think 30 and one hour increments and monitor how much of like the THC and cannabinoids and everything. They could break it all the way down to like Delta nine versus Delta eight versus your right. own endocannabinoids. Because right. we have endocannabinoids that our body makes that passes right. in breast milk. So um, they found like minuscule amounts, hardly any THC passed because what we find in science is that as we inhale it, the THC automatically connects with our receptors right. and our and anandamide breaks it down. Well, it, our body actually has an enzyme to break down. But I mean, it's ours. We wouldn't, we wouldn't send it to a kid. Yes. So they we will get byproduct of the breakdown process because of how quickly it occurs. So they okay. will have THC positive, but it's usually not going to be like Delta 9 psychoactive THC. So, so they it will pass, but it's not likely. And we know that a lot of that is also going to be destroyed by the gut acid. So even less of what is passed, usually even less of that is actually absorbable. I would be interested to like read more studies on this. Let's uh yeah, I'm definitely gonna do some more reading on this. I'm like, well, because yes. I think it's really interesting because bombs are kind of in a place with that where it's really hard to just feed well, your Well, and the research, the you have to, to be careful because a lot of the research is really shitty, to be perfectly honest. Like, it's all biased and you have to look at the people who are paying for this research to happen. So you'll have research out there that says cannabis 
causes lower IQ in infants, right? But when you actually break down to how the study was completed, they w- didn't look at, they looked at retroactively in charts of medical records where the moms were flagged to be using cannabis. So the only people they were looking at were people that were being flagged, not necessarily everybody who was using cannabis. Right. And it didn't look at any other factors of like maternal health. Was there any other things that they tested positive for or anything right. else? Yeah. And so it was like this study that they just picked and choose what they wanted that like, oh, because these people flagged that they smoked cannabis when they delivered that's why their babies have lower IQ instead of looking at every other little piece that could potentially influence that. Well, and when I, when I was in college, I took um, statistics. Um, I have a degree in psychology is what I, that's what my degree is in. And so I took statistics. It was like psychology. And I walked in there and I was like, I don't understand the math at all, but I think I can just guesstimate my way through this class. And I got a, I got a B plus. Good job. I know. And I never did one math problem the whole time. And I would walk in and I would take the test and I would just answer like what I thought it would be because it's statistics. Yeah. And then I would turn it in and he would be like, you can't be done. And I'd be like, no, I'm done. He said the only reason I didn't make an A was because I didn't show my work. But I mean, honestly, I was like, you're like, I'm statistically a good guesser. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, it's, I was like, it's probability. Like I'm looking at this and you're like, you're telling me, okay, well, what's the most likely answer? That one. Duh, I'm not stupid. Right. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I had to, I have a bachelor's in, in nursing because I'm a registered nurse. And so, um, same thing, same thing with statistics. But it is, it's yeah. a lot of, like, you can kind of get fudge it way through the, when they have the multi choice answers. Right. It, life well, easier. And all of his tests were multiple choice. And so, See, that's the way to go. Immediately, two of the answers are out. So you're only, like, the statistics tell you that I'm 50-50 on that. And if I can just like do a somewhat do a math. little bit of math, right? Yeah. Like you know, just a little it. head math. Well, that's like I was talking about Holly, my friend earlier. Her husband is like a you know, he has a like a, he's an accountant. And so he'll do like the actual math and I'll be very close in like what I did in like head math. And he's like, I don't know how you get so close every time. And I'm like, I don't know either because I'm really bad the at neuro, actual it's math. the neurodivergence. Yes, the neurodivergence, but mm-hmm. I'm really bad at like actual math. But I feel right. like I, I feel like there's no need for it. Nope. That's right. I said that. I said that as a school teacher, former kindergarten teacher says there's no need for actual math. Yeah, we just need to like get there. Yeah, I really don't. I'm like, man, my daughter right now though is her degree doesn't have math, and she's never been happier in her life. What is she? Oh, because she's doing the uh, voice stuff. She's an incredible singer, the stuff I've heard from her. Thank you. Yeah, that girl works hard. Like people, she's, but like, she doesn't have to take math. She has to take Italian diction, but she doesn't have to take math. And she's like, mom, it's so cool to not have to care. And I'm like, I love college and actually getting to pick stuff that I got was interested in learning about instead of being like force fed. This is the curriculum you have to, you know. Sometimes I wish I just went back to college for like a class. Like, like I just want to like attend. I don't. I do. I just want to take like, I want to pick like whatever it is. And I don't want to stay there and get a degree or anything like that. I literally Maybe just want to go like, to class. I want to go to like a fun, it, if I was doing like 
women's studies or like something yeah. like super like eclectic and weird that would oh, be yeah. the, probably the only be interest I would be interested in. I want to like well, someone asked me one time and I got to like speak I got to be like a guest speaker about like social media in a college class that was cool. That's awesome. Really cool. That yeah. that that was probably the one of the coolest things I've ever done like I don't know that one or the elementary school that was really cool to that get would to be, be cool. like a social media yeah but my dream in life would be to be a public speaker what do you want to what what's your ted talk do you know yet like what's your because my ted talk always changes like what it would be it depends it depends on what i was like going for because i have so many hats so like the cool thing is i could talk for like i could talk for hours about infant feeding and all of that and impact of maternal mental health and how that impacts like long term for (laughs) infant and how the market of like bottles and all of that has just completely destroyed these kids mouths. And that's why we're seeing these insane rates of kids with speech delays and all of this. And nobody's putting it two and two together that maybe these bottle nipple shapes are actually impacting the way that the mouths are formed. (laughs) So. Well, and I mean, you would think they just make them look like a nipple. But they, but like a breast, you, like looking at a breast and the functionality of a breast are very different. And the functionality of every breast is completely different. But then if so, like if the nipple, if the nipple of the bottle is causing an issue, why don't they just so like it's not necessarily it so that that it's because there's no regulation in the shape or material. The shape. Okay. And so, like, you have these, like, like that super sounds like funky, the issue. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. You have these right. super funky nipple shapes that these kiddos are with really hard plastics. Yeah, And it actually permanently will change the shape of the roof of their mouth. And for the rest of their life that we're doing it as infants. And there's no and you know regulation really on what these is. Like, I'm thinking about this as you say that, is that those harder nipples were so much cheaper than uh-huh. the expensive of silicone, like, like nice ones, freeze. natural right. rubbers I mean, mm-hmm. that we spent so much money on that we yep. like, you know, that those of us who were using and trying and doing whatever we could. And like, we were like, but if you don't have the money, you don't have the money to go out and buy that. And they're not, they're not seen, they're not seen as like a medical device, which they should really? be. They're not. So there's because no FDA regulation. Right. Literally anybody can just decide to release and make a bottle. And if they have the funding to do it, they can do it and they can market it and say whatever the hell they want because there is no regulation around. <coughs> Same with pacifiers. We're literally keeping like they're in their mouths. Every time they're asleep for hours on end. And everybody knows the pacifiers mess up yes. teeth. But so and here's the thing. Really pacifiers bottle, don't bottle mess up teeth. Pacifiers don't mess up teeth if they're the right shape and material. Right. Exactly. So like, like and that's why like, would you we know, ever use things that like this is the thing, like we know better. Why would we like this is the material we should be using for this? Because there's that's, no regulation you know, and people who have the money can spend it however they want freely and market to people and people are I mean, desperate when their baby isn't feeding well on nipples and not a regulation on marijuana what if that was the case like well, the I issue don't know. though the problem is you don't want no regulation of marijuana this is could be a whole other ter- t- ted talk oh that's then, super true 
because then yeah, that, you don't Oklahoma, know what you're getting. You're doing 28,000 grams of weed in one tiny gummy. Yeah. Which so that's you a major to, issue, by the way, is going from usually, one state to I another. Think, like, yeah. They, well, I think Oklahoma scaled it way back. So even just like, honestly, and so I'm a distributor for a grower here. Okay. <laughs> in, Texas, in, in, in Oklahoma, because, you know, yeah. girls got to have a side hustle. Yeah, she um, does. And I'm really good at it. So, and I have fun with it. And then I get free weed. So that's a help. Um, yeah. But you definitely um, do that. Hashtag yeah. be a distributor. Yeah. Um, on October, <laughs> between October 31st and November 1st, Oklahoma cut down such their regulations for licenses. We lost 43% of growers and processing licenses literally overnight. And 23 why? dispensary, 23% of the dispensary licenses. But why? Because, because of the regulation cuts and the fines that they're finding and doing all this crazy stuff as they've kind of like figured it out. So as they're doing all this scaling back, like now the highest that you're really going to find here for an edible is like a thousand milligrams for a large candy bar. And it's not That's how necessarily it is here. Now. Yeah. So that, it's scaled you know back way down. I Like so it should bigger. be that. Yes. Like because seriously. And then, and then literally the other thing too about there was it wasn't marked. Yep. So, like, you would open up a open up a, a bag of gummy worms, and they would just be gummy worms. And I'm like, yeah. here, everything. How many is like, each one? Yeah. Yeah. I like that about Colorado. It's like we've been doing this a while here, so yeah. I, like every like, and then I go somewhere else. I'm like, what is happening? It's like the Wild West, you know. Colorado. That's when like, I no. was so. Wet. I'm here in Oklahoma. It's like I said, it's scaled down a lot. But when we went to St. Louis. And then, um, yeah. I went to St. Louis for a concert, and I was like, they were trying to charge me like. Twenty dollars for a gram of weed. I was like, "You are on something way yeah, not doing that." Mm-mm. Well, and the other one is that, like, with that is that it's so funny because when you when you're in Colorado or Oklahoma or somewhere where it's legal, like the 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 concerts smell so much better than the places where so it's illegal. Better. Like, I do not know what they're giving you. People and honestly, the concerts like, so are so gross. much, they're so much better because it's not a bunch of drunk fucking idiots Everybody's puking so and stumbling calm. and punching each other. Yeah. Like, it's just, just people so vibing and like, and enjoying they just, the like, music. Yes. Like, it's the best. It, I literally, and I can't believe that like, we're just like not allowed to bring it in to venues and stuff. I don't know if you guys, we can't bring oh, we it can. in. Oh, we can. Oh, you it's, can. Because it's only medicinal here. So you can only... Okay have it here if you have a medical card and so as long as you have your card on your person and you're not carrying more than like a certain amount on you okay you're allowed to take it and the rule is anywhere that you're allowed to be smoking cigarettes you're allowed to smoke marijuana huh we have so a like, lot of different here i don't really know all the rules because oh, I mean, really? yeah them. like even the concert venues like if they'll allow nicotine vapes they'll allow marijuana vapes Oh yeah, we can't. We can't bring. I don't think we can bring babes in at all, though. I don't think we That's can weird. like any any of them usually in Colorado. Uh, so. See, nope. Here, they're yeah. like, yeah. It's I the don't best. know. I feel like I need to do some studying. Literally, some people were like, "Can I get my puffco in?" They're talking about like, I'm like, "Oh my god, that's pretty hardcore." Like your puffco is like a, it's like a little one of those little like e-rigs. It'd be like about no. that. No, like yeah. okay. 
Oh, I have to find my Puffco now because I have the Puffco proxy and it is not that it's big. A but it's a little pipe, right? Did you get the purple it, one? I want the purple one. No, I didn't. I'm I'm not a girly girl. I am like very like muted tones. So I did the like desert sand one. And that then, one was pretty. Um, yeah, I, I almost there. bought that Puffco, but I went pearl because I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, I went pearl. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, and I bought the uh, green silicone pipe like it puts it in it so it makes a whole silicone pipe so i can literally shove it in my purse yes and, and then can i can take flour it or concentrate right um not really the like flour bowl that you put on it just essentially makes it so you could like light it and like smoke it okay it doesn't which keep it, the way. it doesn't yeah. it's not like vaporizing your flour or anything like that or anything cool okay yeah no the packs have you ever heard of the packs yes so i have the i have a packs, packs three, as well yeah uh -huh. It's a PAX 3, right? And it's like a tube. Like, it's like, yeah. And then I yeah. have the packs, the little packs, like, um, the pods. And I don't love those. I still. Oh, they, see, no, I, the PAX 3 I like because it's a, you can put flour in it. It's a yes, flour it's vaporizer. Awesome. I love it's my PAX. awesome. I love that thing. Yeah. I use that a lot. I haven't used it. I actually haven't used mine in a long time. I should roll I know. It. I said that too. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen my PAX in forever. I was like, I think I'm just <laughs> like, I, when I did. I know exactly where it is. I just haven't charged it. Yeah, I literally was like, hmm, I could just take it outside. And well, I go through these, it. like, weird waves where I'm, like, only flower or I'm, like, yes. hitting concentrates, like, fucking constantly. And yeah. so. My husband hates when it's only flower for me because he's, like, that one smells the most. He's, like, out of all. He's, like, yeah. he's, like, he's like concentrate you can't even smell. Like, that's whatever. You know, he's, yeah. like, a flower. He's, like, flower's like a whole thing. And flower's so messy. It's all, but it's it is so fun. Like when you're in flower it. zone, you're just. It's the best. The high is better in my opinion. It's the what? Highest, do what? The high is so much better. It's just different too. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the way it was all like, this is the OG. It was meant to be. <laughs> For me, it's the bong. The bong is the, that is oh my, my favorite. That is my bong. favorite. It's dirty, but he's cute. Oh my gosh! Hang on, I'll I'll get a cute. Bowl. And then my look at my cat. He's the my bowl is a little kitty cat. Stop! That's so cute. I have the cutest <laughs> bowl. Hang on, this bowl that I have sitting right here is hang on a moon. Except That's it's cute. really hard. The only way to smoke, you have to go like that. Like you, it's like really Yay. hard to get it right. But this one's cuter because we love this one. It's a heart, and when you when That's you light cute. it, it'll like make a heart shape. So that's, that's really cute. cute. It just has some oregano in it right now. Mm -hmm. And then this flower pipe, this water pipe over here. Hang on. This one I got in a grab bag, but look how pretty it is. Oh, that's pretty. It's pink. Look. I like that one. And then it's like pink on the bottom and like it should be cleaned because someone has been using it. But I really like <laughs> so it. I was like, my pipe is, or my bong is so dirty. I won that on an Instagram giveaway. Oh, what? Yeah, it was a two hundred dollars. You should bomb. tag whoever you won that from. Yeah, it's a uh, Hempco. Hempco. They have they have the coolest bongs ever, actually. Um, I was just Man. posting in my story the other day. They had these really cute mushroom ones. Like, oh, what so if we had a secret weed shop, or I mean, not a weed shop, but like a a vape shop or like a head shop where we just sold the most adorable, as cutest bongs in the world. And by sold them, I mean. We just got them all for free, and someone else took care of everything else. That's what I we want. We just what we need to do is like we just will. We need to get like 
pimped out with a bunch of promotions. Like people need to right. send us bongs and we will rate how good they are, how how much they oh. like and we can like shout out would we recommend or not recommend the bong. We can have like this bong gets three I don't know puffs. Like how big is the bowl? How many gram? Like how much of, of a gram can you oh, take the bowl? Like because here's the thing these girls from Colorado they can clear a bowl. They can clear a bowl so fast. I like you cannot imagine. I literally like girls who like are grow like grew up here. They're just like, and I'm done. I'm like, what? <laughs> like we grabbed that. We made it all pretty. We stuck so it in. There. We had it down. It was a whole thing. I'm like, what happened? What happened? They're like, oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to clear it. I'm like, yeah, you did. No, you yeah, don't. You don't, don't deny exactly it. Exactly what yeah. you were doing. Yeah, I'm like, girl, I know what you did, but I'm telling you, these girls do not mess around here. They know how it is clearable. It's crazy. They do it every time. So, Four yeah, so they need a big bowl. I saw this bowl at this one head shop, but I need to buy a bong around it, but it's a flamingo. It's like, it's, but it's a really big, bowl. it's huge, but I don't care. I want it so bad. Oh, but I did just get a bong for one of my friends that says best friends. It's one of the best friends bongs. And then Cute. we can like. Use it at the same time, so I'm very excited about that one. That's so. gonna be badass. You have to, yeah, definitely make sure to post a video of that. Yeah, it's way cute. So I, I wish I understood like the rules around weed posting, though, because I feel like I don't know them. You know, um, the rules are essentially just always put nothing for sale ever. Right, as long as it's not for sale, we're okay, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We can do oh, it. Yeah. We can just can't sell it. Watch, I'm not yeah, oh my it. gosh. Even um there's this girl on Instagram, her handle is like Jessa Land. Okay. I love her. She's hilarious. But she literally just every story is her just hitting dabs and like every reel is her like just what getting What do you ripped. think my daughter would do if I turned my story in real time into Jamie Hits Dabs? Dude. I think my daughter might kill me. But also like she's 18. And she lives in Boulder, Colorado. So if she has a problem with me, then she has a problem with Boulder, Colorado. Well, and honestly, like at this point, like all medical marijuana use is medical, right? Like, so right. just like it's medical. You're That's just, why I'd be like, I'm sorry, it's medical. You're I medicating. Just, I'm medicating. Yeah, just way too much right now. And that's true. Like <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you know, but like, sometimes you need too much because and honestly, like sometimes our body needs those higher terpenes. When you're getting more stoned, it's not just the high THC that your body is needing. Your body's getting high of all of those other terpenes. So right. And there's other things that your body might need in that moment. Mm -hmm. And what you know what was really frustrating is I feel like had we been studying this all this time instead of just skipping this as a painkiller? Well, there is research out there. It's just the government doesn't want you to know right. where it is. <laughs> and, like, if we, just, if we had just been studying this correctly, like, we may have eliminated pain completely. Like, we could have just mm -hmm. taken pain out. And instead, we're all, like, high on oxycodone. the government like, no, wouldn't man. be making the money. Man, damn the man. Save the empire. Have you ever watched that movie? That's why empire they will Records? never – that's why they don't want to legalize marijuana. It's because they can't – they can't make it. They can't synthesize it. They can't profit off of it. Oh, because they can't make fake marijuana. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it then releases everybody that they've been trying to hide. The drug dealers, your sellers, your growers – 
all of these people who've been in and out of jail for doing marijuana, now they're saying they're running this industry. Uh-uh. They would never do it. Oh, now the criminals would be running an entire industry and they'd be millionaires. Mm-hmm. That would flip America it would on its head. Fuck the whole system. I want that to happen so bad. I want that to happen so bad, but it has to the reason it, it's got to the whole we have to we get schedule like cool marijuana shit. Right. Yeah. We have to deschedule it. Yeah. Because a lot of people are calling for like rescheduling and you do not want it to reschedule. Because then we can't have it anymore. Yeah. Because they will stop all of it until it can be FDA approved for whatever illness that you are using it for. Oh, gosh. So they reschedule it and say like, oh, now it's a schedule three narcotic, right? And it's never been FDA approved for any illness, right? No, because you haven't do, done any testing because it's a Schedule One, right? Medication. So if they de- if they everybody's like, oh, just reschedule it, just reschedule it. If they reschedule it, then it makes recreational use completely void. Oh, it would be like using anything recreational. They would they right. would completely have to stop all <laughs> use of it until that they could prove with science that it was beneficial for certain conditions and then it would all have to be regulated that way. Man, they really screwed themselves on this. Yeah. Well, no, they well, set themselves up just the way that they wanted to. Yeah. They really screwed <laughs> us on this. They screwed everybody else out of it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not wrong about that. Okay. Yeah. So I feel bad because I'm taking a t- like a lot of your time because we had some technical difficulties. You're good. No AKA worries. I didn't know what button to push. Um, so my biggest question that I ask everybody is we're in an elevator. You have five floors to tell me like about you. That's going to make me love you, follow you, be into you, be like your biggest fan. What are you telling me? Um, I am a neuro spicy hot mess, but I am always learning and trying to be a better version of myself. Um, I work hard in my community to serve as many people as I can. And the reason that I am trying to get myself out there with public speaking and podcasting is to help make the knowledge that I have more accessible to more families because honestly, I'm expensive because I'm very good at my job. Um, And so I want to help as many people, change as many people's lives as I can to help make a better future for our kids. Do you have a piece of advice that you would give to somebody that was an expensive piece of advice like you would give it to some everybody you always give this piece of advice um hmm. get a lactation consultant i know that's so cheesy but it's so worth it um i just wish the doctors would push it more i wish it was i wish it, i wish i walked in the room and they were like the and this is the person that's going to teach you how to do this and this is the person that's like Hello, I'm just reading books and watching YouTube. Like, and it's come getting on. better. It's getting better. So, like, I'm I'm an RN, so I can take private insurance. So right. I do get to see a lot of my clients through insurance now. Which up to, up until you know the Affordable Care Act, that was never an option. Right. No, I know. So yeah, we're definitely making leaps and bounds. Um, but I think the other thing is is making making sure that you have your support before you deliver. And thinking exactly because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And not, and a lot of people would get so caught up on like preparing for birth. Right. That that nobody has no fucking idea what's going to happen after. So I just, okay. I actually ended up, um, I did the worst imaginable, which was the pump and feed. 
because yeah. I wanted to give my daughter, I'm like, and milk, now that we're, I'm going to tell you, I did the pump and feed. Yeah. I wanted to give my daughter the, the milk, but, um, I, she wouldn't drink it. It would just, yeah. it didn't work. She was, um, yeah. she was like four and a half weeks. Sorry. It was like, or like three and a half is like right past preemie or something. Like, so she okay. was literally right there. And yeah. so she just wasn't into it and it never yeah. happened. And then there was a bottle here or there, whatever. And so anyway, that's what, where we ended up. So yeah. I literally pumped and fed her for six months. That's and I'm telling you, so I have work. never felt more like a soda fountain. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And nobody, nobody talks about what I was doing ever. Mm. And nope. a lot of people have done it when I, t- oh, like, oh, I did that. I did that. Yeah. You're like, I had to exclusively <laughs> pump for my third baby, but she was G tube fed. She has a genetic condition. Okay. So she had to have a G tube feeding. And so I was pumping and G tube feeding her. And so I had to pump, I exclusively pumped for eight months, but that is actually what led me to become a lactation consultant was struggling through the trenches and seeing so you made how bad it, eight. it. Yeah, doing it. And so mine eight just stopped after six. They just they were done. Well, and honestly, with now what we know about breast pumps and being that your daughter is eighteen, it's incredible that you made it that long with the knowledge and like technology it was that was and available. In YouTube. And like a couple of books and like some random granola chicks online. And literally. the pumps back then were like <sighs> literally they were at one point they were like a syringe, just like attached to like a kind of mechanism. There you are. There you uh-huh. are. And don't forget that we had these bras that yep. we would like stick the cups into. Yeah. And, and it's funny it. now because we know like so like now, because I do a lot of education on pumping, most people's nipple sizes so like the flanges that come on breast pumps most of them are 24 or 28 millimeters and Uh that's because men made breast pumps and they said well what do we milk a cow with what size is that for the udder and that's a 25 millimeter and they're like well okay some women have smaller boobs and some women have bigger so we should do like a little smaller and a little bigger and that is now to this day 20 30 years later Still, what most pumps come out, but lactation professionals and the research we've done, 97% of women are between a 13 millimeter and a 19 millimeter flange. So it's not even right. No, it's It's massive, massive for 99% of women. Holy moly. And so like the fact that anybody before, before the last like five years of that information pumping for any amount of time is incredible that you made it as long as you did because actually gives you me had a stomach so ache. yeah you have so many you had so many things stacked against you you didn't even know man yeah and i just was like i'm going to and then one day yeah. i remember the day that it stopped it was the worst and happiest day of my life yeah because finally i was free yeah but also, I was no longer producing what she needed. So, well, and then and at I that point, like you're kind of like looking for like a validation that it's okay to stop. And at that yeah. point, like it was your body's choice and not yours. Yes. So, it was like, so like nice. it's a guilt-free like, okay. versus yeah. like beating yourself up about making a choice about it. Yeah, and I'm just so sad. Like, like you said about the education before, I we need way more pre having the baby education on that. And, or even just having the people there. So, and being prepared for here are 25 of the things that could go wrong. And here are the plans we have. Like, that would be great to know. So, that's my other side of the odd mom pod that's eventually coming is going to be the community pod. 
And I'm going to be doing, I'm going to make classes that people can purchase online for prenatal and intro to breastfeeding and intro to bottle feeding and intro, like what to expect the first days of feeding. That's going to be cool. So that's like my ultimate dream would be if I could just do my podcast, have my odd mom pod community, and then be like a national, international speaker. Oh my God. That would be my dream. Ooh, can we speak internationally? I don't really have anything to talk about, but well, I'm internationally certified in lactation. I'm internationally <laughs> have pink hair. I, don't I mean, know. I think that's pretty great. But yeah, yeah. so because my lactation is yeah, I'm an international board certified lactation consultant. That's really cool. It's the highest level of lactation education that exists. Is it really? Mm-hmm. The word lactation has now lost all mean to, meaning to me. Yeah, <laughs> just squirty boots. You know, it's some, it is something that's really dear to me because of the way I did with my yeah. daughter. And I, I, w- I always said if I had known more in the very beginning, if I had had the right people teaching me, and if I had the right people working with me, I feel like I would have been in a better place. And that's yeah, the most sure. frustrating part is, you know, we just, if, when we know better, we do better kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just really hard when we, did, when we look back and we're like, I just didn't know better, you know? Yeah. You, you can only do with do with what you know at the time, you know? Like, yeah. And so, I mean, that's where you have to, like, find, like, peace in knowing, you know, I didn't know any better. And the fact that I still did that damn good, like, come me versus, like, dang, I wish, you know? Yeah. To be – turn it into, like, a story of adversity. Maybe that's your TED like, talk. Maybe we just yeah. found it. You're like, you know what? You're good enough. Like, yeah. go me. Maybe that's who you are. You don't even yeah. know it yet. Go me. Uh, I, I love, would love it. it. That would be my thing. I would, it would be a dream. And that's cool. I love yeah. that. And it's just very self-compassionate. Ooh, we should end on that. I feel like yeah. we we're already over an hour and we did say we'd take under an hour. So. Oh, oopsie doops. Okay. <laughs> well, I just really, I'm having a fun time though. So I'm kind of Me mess, too. But- but I should probably. Anyways, guys, this is Brittany, and she is awesome. And you guys should all have a nice day and watch out for the big yellow chicken. I'm gonna hit in recording. <laughs>